This is a little presentation that I had at the Aarhus Old Norse Mythology Conference in Reykjavik back in uh, December 2021. And uh, the theme of the conference was doing with myth what myths do. So uh, yeah, here's my presentation, doing with myth. What is it that myths do? My understanding of this question uh, rests on my research with uh, new animist thinking. Uh, my working definition is that myths dividuate. Dividuation is that process through which subjectivity comes into being relationally. For instance, the Inuit have this all-important relation with the sea. The subjectivity that then inhabits this relation is the not the individual, but the individual subjectivity, the individual subjectivity, the Inua, the sea mother. The myth of the sea mother gives us a conceptual structure that aids, aids this individuation, her coming into being as a subjective agent. Myths also create metaphors that underlie rituals, and this is also part of individuation. Here's the goddess of love in human performance from Brazil. And this is basically my working definitions of what myths do. They produce relation in order to aid the secretion of these less bounded subjectivities like others here at the conference have been talking about. Our myths today also create relation. For instance, the myths of modernity makes us relate to reality through concepts such as objectivity, detached observation, or even truth. This is based on a foundational mythic structure, the modern epistemology, which in fact relates through specific ruptures, unrelating, unrelating subject from object, meaning from thing, mind from matter, culture from nature, perhaps even European from other. Modernist myths have been very useful and they've given us things such as vastly improved science and technology. However, modernity also has some drawbacks. It ruptures the uh, connection between fields that most competent animist uh, subject technologies strive to mediate between. For instance, with dividuating myth. Myths connect fields that modern epistemology strives to keep separate. And that is why um, modernity is at odds with myth. That is just a myth is a common way of saying that's bullshit. And this implies what the uh, Aotearoa uh, Maori scholar uh, Linda Tuhiwai Smith calls a knowledge hierarchy between relational myth producing, like I'm doing on my YouTube channel for instance, and for instance the unrelated, distanced, detached modernist myth analysis. One of these practices has a little bit more status than the other. That's a knowledge hierarchy. Today, however, in my neck of the scholarship woods, um, we are moving into what you could call a counter-modern paradigm, where this Cambridge School of Anthropology uh, enables new positions, perspectivism and panpsychism, for instance, subjectivity as a uh, universal condition of perception that's just not locked in not just locked in human heads, radical essentialisms, things actually do possess active working mana, their nature or their meaning imminent to their physicality, relational ontologies, gods and trolls and elves and gnomes and so on, they're real. So there's that 
know? Now, I believe that developments, these developments imply that myth weaving, myth production becomes a valid objective for analytical thinking, perhaps for scholarship. And in my heart of hearts, I call this discipline individuation studies. And this raises the question, if we can in fact amend some of those less fortunate effects that the modern separatist myth-making ha have in the world. Like the rupturing modern myth does have some rather serious backdrops. Interiorized essential identitarianisms, for instance, conspiracy theories, the idea of endless growth, these are ideas that in my view are somehow caused by the Cartesian epistemology. Um, what Graham Harvey calls the separatist agenda, um, the partly unsuccessful attempt to deanimate matter and disembody minds. Primarily, uh, modernity course, causes us, makes us stop engaging the world as a community of beings to be respected through models of reciprocity, such as animism, for instance. But instead, we start engaging the world as a, this lifeless resource storage, meaning that our extraction exploitation based consumerism actually contributes literally to killing killing the world. Uh, a process that has already been named the Omnicide, which is somehow linked to this modernist mythic structure of the dead world. So what you could call dysfunctional effects of modernist myth are in fact placing us in one of the biggest catastrophes in the history of life. And when proactive engagement uh, with individuation technologies of myth weaving are within the reach of analytical scholarship, then the question turns of us, on us, can we as uh, myth experts contribute to uh, to better the world through uh, through myth? Uh, there are problems in trying. Uh, for instance, it requires criteria for what this guy, the Aboriginal Australian complexity thinker Tyson Juncker Porter calls right story. What actually distinguishes a valid myth from a dysfunctional myth? And this guy here, he's high level, you know, he's it's rather mind blowing to uh, witness these multi-spectred, cutting-edge scholarship dialogues that he's uh, producing, where in, in, where they're working towards finding Aboriginal creation stories for completely contemporary phenomenon like artificial intelligence and something like that. However, many contemporary produ contemporary producers of myth uh, are not high level. For instance, the manuscript writers by the re behind the recent Netflix Ragnarok series, in my uh, opinion, they are in rather dire need of someone with a little bit of a clue about how to handle individuation in the way they construct their contemporary myth. Now, what I'm trying to do in my uh, communications is to reopen high-level, uh, competent dialoguing and myth-weaving for uh, individuation in uh, majority populations. For instance, uh, I think that the current impact of the Volospa hinges on interconnectedness. The Ragnarok is an animist apocalypse in the sense that uh, the broken relation, the fratricide, compromises interconnectedness and makes cosmic co uh, relatedness collapse. So the multifarious networks problematically negotiated relations between the gods and the Jotnar descend into this Christian-style cosmic absolute um, 
confrontation. The real response is therefore fighting for relating, not fighting against the Jotnar. That's a symptom of the problem, right? So, based on this analysis, uh, what I did was I focused on totemism, a kinship relation model between humans and others in the land, and I introduced an animist analysis of this transcultural raven totemism. I based a design on the medieval idea of the raven flag on it and introduced it in eco-activism. Eco-activism has the problem that it's too modernist. It only speaks in now and future. It doesn't have a past to, past to speak with, except if you're indigenous, of course. Um, and um, yeah, this is a Danish Extinction Rebellion activist protesting in front of the Danish parliament. So what I'm trying to do is basically bringing this animist reading all the way into cultural activism. Uh, but here I just want to make the perhaps provocative point that I think that we should take the task of active myth weaving seriously again. Um, I've already been uh, been doing it, um, uh, but perhaps we just need to, or we have already been doing it, but perhaps we we need to embrace it. In fact, I don't think that my reading of the Vola Spa is any more or less mythic and creative than other readings that uh, was presented at this conference. The only thing that I do is that I suggest it into our culture. I play it into our culture. And uh, as the British scholar uh, Russ Downing pointed out, this field is so entangled in social issues uh, and, and, and in the biggest clusterfucks of our age. Vikings as essential essential whiteness, just to spit out one example, you know. And I think that we can do things with myths, you know, the myths of our cultural heritage. And I think it's important that we start allowing thinking along these lines, because the world is deeply marked by the ruptures of modernist mythic dysfunction, and that can be countered by wise, kind, and respectful contemporary doing with myth. Thank you very much. Step down and be a girl.